Greetings! Welcome to Film Gazers, a podcast focusing on the science fiction, horror, fantasy, trinity, and 20th century entertainment. I'm Steph. I'm Jess. We're cousins slash besties. Join us as we reminisce, discuss, and review films from our childhood. All right, so this is the big Halloween Halloween. episode. Happy Halloween-y to you and yours. Same, also with you. (laughs) We are releasing this um, on Monday, Halloween. So what are your Halloween plans this year? Tonight, as you may know, because... (laughs) I'll be there. You'll be there. Uh, I do a um, yearly, we call it the Black Hat Society, and it's um, just basically like a witchy Halloween party. Um, So that will be tonight. So we're recording this, then we're having a cool Halloween party. Mm -hmm. Um, And then Monday, if you can't tell if you're listening to this, this was recorded on the Saturday before Halloween. (laughs) on actual Halloween, I'm working. Ooh, the That's scariest spooky. thing of all. <laughs> That's an adult um, horror story. <laughs> um, I'll be working, and then I'm going to get home and get ready for trick-or-treaters. Because we do finally live in a neighborhood. This is our second year here. Um, where there wow, is already? a turnout. Yeah, yeah. Last year was our first Halloween. Uh, so we were able to kind of like feel things out, feel the neighborhood mm-hmm. out. Um, the way that like the front of my house is, uh, and where my, it's not even, I don't really have a front porch. It's kind of more of just a small like enclave. Is, oh, that, is that what you would call I, it? That sounds good. <laughs> <laughs> but, and we're on a cul-de-sac. Walkway, so that sounds way better. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to fancy it up, zhuzh it up a little bit. Zhuzh. Zhuzh it up. And, uh, but we also, so we have that, and then we're on a cul-de-sac, so you don't get, like, through traffic. Mm-hmm. Um, so last year, I felt like people just didn't kind of see us back here a little bit. This year, we are setting up in the driveway, so that way people can directly see us from the road. And I'm going to have my figurines out, and I'm going to have, like, some lights, like, set up, and oh, a table. tell what you got for your, um... Anniversary. Oh, yeah. So my um, anniversary with my husband was last weekend. And (laughs) this year, we have been together for a pretty long time, um, 13 years total. And then we've been married for seven. Mm. This was the seventh uh, marriage anniversary. And so (laughs) he got me (laughs) Halloween decorations, but full on uh, scary clown figure. Full size. Yeah, they are size. literally the size of Stephanie. <laughs> they are. Actually, the clown's taller yeah. than me. <laughs> it's a perfect dancing partner. They are. <laughs> and um, a giant cackling witch. Mm-hmm. And um, they are g- glorious. Just glorious. I love them. As I told her when I first met them, I wouldn't be able to be alone with that clown in my house. There's no way. I would see it moving out of the corner of my eye. I love all it. All day long. We decided we named him Penny. Uh-huh. And uh, the witch is named Blanche. Perfect. <laughs> and then um, he also got me uh, these cool little, like, glow-in-the-dark, like, uh, skeleton cats that I, outside. like, put up. Yeah, outside. outside yeah. yeah. Um, so that's around the car, uh, like, driveway area. Um, as you go in. So yeah, I'm pumped. I'm pumped for Halloween. Um, we even watched Hellraiser last week for our movie. Mm. Uh, Andrew had never seen it. Whoa, really? Yeah, I thought that was crazy. I'm like, Hellraiser's a, a good one. I like it's it. It's got no culture. <laughs> 
so we watched Hellraiser. That was Andrew's first time. Uh, he liked it. He enjoyed it. Um, I even, some of it though, I'm like, oh my God. Like it Cheesy. is. Yeah. But like in the best kind of way. So um, I still really enjoyed it. It still is, I would consider in like my top 10, you know, of like mm. favorite horror movies. It's been a long time since Yeah. Yeah. No, the Cenobites are still like pretty fucking terrifying. The one with like the and his teeth chatter, oh my god. Like it still freaked me out. And it's been a good like it was probably eight or nine years since I'd even seen Hellraiser again. Mm-hmm. Um oh, still crazy. You say Cinnabites, all I can think of is like Cinnabites. Cinnabites, I know. <laughs> Ooh. Sounds good. So what have um you been up to or watched besides uh finishing out a little Seinfeld? Finish up Seinfeld yet again. Um, even though I just rewatched it like three months ago. I just love, I, I don't know, Larry David is hilarious to me. Mm-hmm. Um, but we just got back from vacation. We went on a little, um, like, two-night, three-day, I guess, two-and-a-half-day vacation. Yeah, and that was for um, her son's, son's birthday. birthday. He turned a big 1-5, correct? 15. I know, it's so sad. But we went to, it's called Great Wolf Lodge in mm. Georgia, LaGrange, Georgia. Um, right on LaGrange. <laughs> somebody corrected me. They're like, uh, that's about LaGrange, Texas. Oh. Georgia. I was like, oh, excuse me. I'm sorry. I did not it's know. It's still the same word, so I can still sing the song. So, uh, yeah, and you said the water park had like, it was like a little water park resort. Resort. Yeah. yeah so very can, cool. It was really nice to be able, because, I mean, I don't know if you've ever been to a water park, but you have to climb a lot of stairs to get to the top of those water slides. <laughs> so we did about 20 flights of stairs, at least. Um, so be able to get done with that and just walk straight to your hotel room and take a shower and collapse was amazing. Nice. So that was nice. Nice. Oh, I watched that movie, um, The Good Nurse last night with Eddie Raymond and Jessica Chastain. Just came out on Netflix. Oh, I am. It's a new one. Not aware of it at all. It was good. Is it a it Netflix? based on a true story. Original? I don't know. Or it's just like released on Netflix? Um, that I don't know. Okay. I wonder. I probably should have came prepared, but I did not. Was it a love story? No. Oh. It's about um, a nurse that's accused of like killing the patients. Oh. Yeah. Okay. That sounds, that's way Red more up my alley. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking love story about nurses? No. What's <laughs> a good nurse? Like the good wife but, like, or the are good. You, or the good witch. <laughs> yeah. That one. <laughs> like very wholesome <laughs> this was not wholesome at all okay cool cool uh i might look into that one yeah then. <laughs> it was good all right so yeah that's what uh we've been up to so let's go ahead and uh talk about the fucking movie <laughs> <laughs> all right so in this special halloween episode we watched 1998's halloween h2o 20 years later 20 years later um so this was uh rated r it was released on August 5th, 1998. Mm. Right before your birthday. Before my birthday. Uh, it was 86 minutes long. It was directed by Steve Miner. Uh, the screenplay was by Robert Zappia and Matt Greenberg. The story was by Robert Zappia and um, Kevin Williamson. Uh, he's uncredited, but um, he is the writer creator of Scream. Mm. So that's why you see. <laughs> yeah, we'll get into yeah. it. Um, it was based on the characters created by Deborah Hill and John Carpenter. Uh, produced by Paul Freeman. It was starring Jamie Lee Curtis, Adam Arkin, Michelle Williams, Adam Hanbird, Jody Lynn O'Keefe, Janet Lee, Josh Hartnett, LL Cool J, 
And he just <laughs> threw Joseph Gordon-Levitt in there. It's not starring him in any way, but he does have one of his uh, early appearances. Yeah. Which was a delight, by I the know. way. I was like, oh my god, I totally forgot that's what he used to look like. I know, he was such a little baby <laughs> face. baby face. Everybody had a baby <clears throat> face. Mm-hmm. Uh, cinematography was by Darren Okada. It was edited by Patrick Lussier. Uh, music was by John Ottman and Marco Beltrami, which I do have some interesting facts about mm. that. Um, the production company was Dimension Films. All right, so I'm going to get into the fun facts. Um, Jamie Lee Curtis uh, was the one who did initiate her own involvement in this project. Um, she told HalloweenMovies.com, I thought, hmm, wouldn't it be interesting if we made an anniversary movie, see what happened to Laurie Strode? That's how it began. Um, so d- the director, uh, Steve Miner, he knew Curtis from their film Virus. Never heard of that one. I don't, I don't remember it either. <laughs> um, but anyway, that's what they worked together with. So that's how they knew each other. And he was working with Kevin Williamson, um, oh, who, <laughs> with like Dawson's Creek or something was what the project was of how they all knew each other. And um, so and I just thought that was Michelle funny. Williams from Dawson's Creek. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so it's like all kind of interconnected. Um, so they all kind of aligned, and then. The stars aligned to make this movie. (laughs) Um, So, okay, so here's where things kind of go off the rails a little bit. Already, I feel like this movie had some issues before it ever, like, really began anyway. So their concept was, like, a clearly traumatized Laurie Strode uh, to stop running and fight Michael. Uh, She wanted to have, like, a powerful return and end... uh, for her character is yeah. what Jamie Lee Curtis was looking for. Um, it was supposed to be her thank you to the fans and like a send off, you know, because in the nineties she her career was like peak. Yeah, probably yeah, probably peak. And um and she just felt like the franchise needed closure because at this point, this was I believe the actual seventh film. So, yeah. you know, and then they had all that kind of convoluted stuff, like in a lot of the ones in between like two to six, I guess. Um, so, so she just wanted it to like be done, have a nice send off. Uh, she has quoted to say H2O started out with the best intentions, but it ended up just being a money gig for her. (laughs) (laughs) She's Um, like, I made money. Yeah. Um, but either way, before she ever attached herself to the project, the movie was going to happen. Like, there was going to be a Halloween 7, regardless. Um, at first they thought it was going to be maybe a direct-to-video kind of thing. Like, that's kind of what it was looking towards. But I think when Jamie Lee came uh, involved, uh, that's when it was kind of like, oh, this can obviously be be bigger. yeah. Yeah. And then she well, had her own ideas. popularity of Scream. And- exactly. And then with Kevin Williamson kind of consulting, you know, with them on the story idea mm-hmm. for it. So, um, but prior, so like I said, prior to her being at Dimension Films already had the, the Zapia guy. Um, he was already working on... Um, an idea for the direct-to-video. Oh. <laughs> um... And it was decided that they could just ignore the previous installments, like, convoluted ending. Um, so he was free to kind of make up his own concept completely for, for that one. So his idea was an all-girl prep school where one of the students would somehow be related to Michael Myers. 
And then he also threw in Silence of the Lambs elements with like a copycat killer helping the police catch Michael Myers. Um, and the working title was Halloween, Two Faces of Evil. <laughs> so essentially it was... Right on par with like the... <laughs> oh, Silence of the Lambs, yeah. Essentially no, it was like, like a... the other... Sounds like the other Halloween movies. Yeah, yeah. Number two. Season of the Witch. Mm. I think that was the third one or fourth one. I think, yeah, I think you're right. I'll be honest. I have not. I don't remember any of those. I mean, I'm sure I've watched at least one or two of them. Yeah. Besides the first one. No, I haven't. I don't think I've seen much. Halloween was never like my franchise that I got like super into. So anyway, so that was the original um, like plot kind of idea that was uh, for the direct to video kind of thing. But then with Curtis getting involved, it kind of threw them a little bit of a curveball. And um, so... It didn't make Zapia like completely drop the script because it was with Curtis and Williamson. So they all kind of collaborated on this uh, new concept of integrating Lori uh, into a uh, a prep school environment. And they just made it co-ed instead of, right. you know, to give it that more. Because obviously Williamson had a lot of influence, I feel like, on the, the teenager oh, right. aspect yeah, of this. Because there was an A-list cast of teenagers. Yes, and um, and also just the, I, I don't know, now as an adult, I guess, and I'm looking uh, back at these films that were made for teenagers and the involvement that he had, like I said, he was also involved with like Dawson's Creek and things like that. And you kind of watch it, and everyone's like, oh, he could just write for teens so well. And like now as an adult, though, I'm like, but did he? But did he? <laughs> <laughs> no, maybe adults thought that's what teenagers acted like. I mean, I get Dawson's Creek was very popular. I don't oh know how God. much his Have involvement you tried to watch was in that. Recently? Oh, girl, I didn't like it then. I don't like it now. I that was it. not. No, I, I loved it. Then. Yeah, like that was my jam when it came out. I was obsessed with Pacey. Either way, my generation was the OC, so that's why Dawson's mm. Creek. I was too, way too young to. Yeah, when I yeah. tried to rewatch it, I couldn't even get past like the first. I think, I think I made it to, like, episode three. When I was, like, 25, and, you know, it was, like, streaming on something, and I was like, I'm going to give Dawson's Creek a shot, and I watched the first uh, episode, nope. I was like, nope. Oh, my gosh. All I can think about is that meme of his crying face. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay, anyway. Um, so, yeah, so they had uh, revamped the script, and uh, kind of went from there. Uh, again, it still really changed, though, a lot. Things referencing the fourth film originally, uh, the fourth, fifth, and sixth films were going to be acknowledged. And um, one of Lori's students was going to give a report on the Haddonfield murders. Like, it was going to be a whole thing to where it was like a soft reboot. Um, or a soft like sequel to that you know to like mm. acknowledge those movies but it ended up just being more of a soft reboot and they don't acknowledge any of those previous films they're only acknowledging that they're related from i believe that was the second film well the first two were actually the same night yes yes that's right that's right yeah so that's included of just, just them being related well, yeah because yeah, the other ones were so convoluted like exactly there really wasn't mm. The only thing that I think joined them together was the psychiatrist guy that wasn't Loomis. in this one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's always been the constant, kind of. He's the only constant, mm -hmm. I think, except for in this movie. So he's still not the constant. <laughs> so um, a little tidbits about um, Josh. I thought it was funny because I totally forgot when we picked this movie, 
I had no recollection that Josh Hartnett was no, in it. No, me neither. And we had just did 30 Days of Night, and I, I was know. like, it's a Hartnett Halloween. <laughs> it's a Hartnett Halloween. Um, and I don't know why this fucking haircut in the 90s. Oh, okay. Where so you chewed it off yourself. <laughs> why? Here's the kicker, because I, I said the same thing. I'm like, oh my God, why does he have the same fucking haircut that he had in the faculty? <laughs> it's because he literally filmed these two, they were four months apart release. And he was filming a lot of them at the same time. That's insane. So it was just the same fucking haircut. It's yeah. not that he had that haircut for like <laughs> for a long time. Idea. Yeah. <laughs> it was just that he made these two movies at once, essentially. And apparently that's and a big... like, yes, that's the look. Keep it. No. See, that's the thing. That was all him. It turns out... Ugh. Okay, it's, so, it's such a teenager thing, but I totally respect it because it's hilarious. Because he's being such an artist, like, original. And <laughs> so he was, like, always, like, oh, it's stupid that in, like, teen movies, everyone's just, like, looks perfect all the time. And they're perfectly coiffed. <laughs> and so they would do his hair. Like, they had his hair styled. And then he would put hats on and shit and, like, purposely mess up his hair. Like, every time. I mean, I, I okay, that's cool, but... That ain't a good haircut no matter how you fucking style it. I don't give a shit. Put a hat on or not, a hair is not going to look like you chewed it off. <laughs> it's atrocious. <laughs> and I'm like, the way he would have had to tuck that behind his ears to make that look normal. Oh, yeah, I guess you're right, huh? Because it was like yeah, this big shot. So I wonder <laughs> if how they originally styled it. You know what I mean? I wonder what their... It was probably like this. Oh, like the emo kind of like flared out in front of your face. Oh my god, that's a wonder. That cracks me up though. I don't want my hair to be perfectly coiffed. I know, isn't that hilarious? I'm a rough and ready teenage boy. Exactly. It was so funny. So that was all him, uh, essentially, with like the messy hair, but. H2O came out before the faculty, so that's why he was giving the introducing um, uh, credits in this film, because it says introducing Josh Hartnett. Oh, I didn't notice that, mm-hmm. I guess. Yields. Yields. Um, And then also, like I said, I'm sorry, I have a lot of fun facts for this one, because again, I feel like the making of stuff is almost more interesting than the movie was. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> so... They, like, got really far into production before they realized they were like, we hate this fucking mask. Because <laughs> the mask, this is one of the worst masks, in my opinion. Oh, I thought it was all the same. Is no. It the same as the other ones? No, it's different. Um, they called this one the Casper mask. Because so it was sh- just, yeah, it was just so white. Oh, And okay. kind of, like, more, like, kind of shapeless, like, than yeah. some of the others. So they had, like, a new mask created. I think they had already been filming for, like, over three weeks, like, when they decided this. Um, they spent $3 million in reshoots alone. And that's the thing. This is where I'm, like, things just go off the rails. Like, I feel like they waste all this time and money on something like this when, really, they could have just... Can they just want any fucking <laughs> spirit Halloween? <laughs> <laughs> I mean... <laughs> But because of the reshoots and all of this, uh, you will notice that the mask changes from the wide shots to the close-ups, like, throughout the entire movie. I didn't notice that. Um, I did. <laughs> and I just didn't like this mask as much. Yeah, as some of the others. Uh, no, Other I didn't. iterations, I didn't I notice guess. it being different. <laughs> um, and, of course, there's a lot of, like, horror Easter eggs. Um, there is a brief appearance of a hockey mask. 
because uh, it turns out Steve Miner, the director, had also directed uh, Friday the fir- 13th, 2 and 3. Nice. And um, they also restaged some classic sequences from the first Halloween with Michelle Williams. Um, which one? I don't remember which scene. I don't either. It didn't say specific. Oh, okay. And I guess it's supposed to be if you if you know, you know kind of thing. Again, I'm not right, a huge Halloween diehard. Like if this was like Texas Chainsaw stuff, yeah, I notice it and I get the little reference. <laughs> but yeah. yeah, this one I don't. And then they had Scream, that was Scream 2 playing in the background when she's oh, in the room. Oh, okay, because it yeah. said CC, so I just assumed, but that must have been them doing the movie in Scream 2. I believe so, yeah. Okay. So that was showing that that part from Scream 2. Scary movies. And um, Janet Lee, who is Jamie Lee Curtis's mom, mm. uh, that was her um, as her um, secretary. And then she gets in that nice ass oh, car. Oh, really? And that's the car from Psycho that she drove. Oh. Yeah. Okay. So that was, I was a like, cool... damn, lady got a nice ass car. <laughs> <laughs> I did not Yep, that. yep. That's from her. Psycho, from what she drove there. Okay, so now we're going to get into the fun bit, though, with the music, too. And this is funny, because Andrew was watching this with me. This was what we did our movie night this week, because we had a lot going on. So he was like, we can watch your podcast movie for a movie night. And I'm like, okay, thanks. And, um... Andrew was the one who pointed it out because I did I did say to him, I feel like there needs to be more of the Michael Myers like scene music in this movie. Mm. And then it was at one part where it had like very swelling orchestra music and he was like, all of the music feels very like disjointed and out of place in this one. I was like, you know, you're right. It does feel like that. Well, because it is like <laughs> turns out. That John Ottman is an editor and composer. He was under instructions from the director to create a score that mixed the John Carpenter, you know, music that he had done with um, something more Hitchcock, too. So, uh, you know, he thought that might be kind of fun in a, like, mashup. So the initial tracks did please everyone and everyone was happy with them. But I guess when they were converted into the full orchestra, that's when people were like, uh, I don't know, this feels like it doesn't really fit. And the director was already, like, working on his neck. This, okay, so the 90s also seem crazy because you hear so many, like, oh, he did this and then he did this. And it's like, boom, 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 boom. They're just on to the next thing before one's technically even finished. Like, to me, it seems like almost half-ass. <laughs> well, do like, you remember those movies? Yeah, no, like, you're 100% right. Lake Placid, exactly. he was spending his time Yeah, exactly. Lake he Placid. was making Lake Placid, so he wasn't there to, like, fucking... I'm like, you're the director, bro. Like, you wanted this music, stand by it, or at least, like be there to tell them what you saw in it to begin with that, and how it and was going to... don't let them replace it. If yeah. You're, I would, if that was your, like... I figured the director would have the final say-so and shit like that. You but. would think, but, I mean, I get the production companies and producers also can override things, but again, if he's too distracted by his next fucking movie, finish the one you were doing, bro! Like, <laughs> anyway, so... They rushed the process to replace as much of the original score with new slasher-like compositions. All they did was replace music from fucking Scream. So it's Scream music it in ha- there? Yeah, it's a hodgepodge mix of some of the score from Scream and then some of Ottman's stuff. And then um, the only scene which was completely untouched is the opening. 
And honestly, to me, that's one of the better scenes of the whole movie. Mm-hmm. So I just think that I'm like, you know what? Steve Miner probably was right. And he probably did see Ottman's vision of how it could, like, intertwine together, like, well. But then everyone just goes in. And I feel like so many people had their hands in this yeah. movie to where it just fucked everything up. Um, so, yeah. If, like, basically, that's what the all original score would have sounded like. So it would have like been fine. Yeah, it so been it probably would have been good, yeah. <laughs> but when you disjoin it up with, like, the Scream score, like, I guess that to was, To be like, honest, I didn't even notice most of the music until I was, like, until I heard it. And then I was like, oh, okay, yeah, I forgot what his theme song was. Yeah, whatever. they do use the, the actual theme in, like, one or two spots. I don't feel like, though, it's still used well enough. No, because it's, it's kind of in random spots. It is. And then, again, because that's why that's why Marco Beltrami is listed as music, because he was the guy who did the Scream score. Mm. And, again, yeah, they just kind of, like, yeah, mixed it all together. I bet, uh, Ottoman was like, don't put my name on that shit. <laughs> oh, well, I would have been, like, yeah, insulted. Yeah. Like, I literally made an orchestra. Like, I cannot imagine that composition is easy. Like, no, I can't music. And even even if you're like a natural musician, there's no way. You know what I mean? So yeah, I would have been fucking. I mean, I'm sure it takes a lot of time. And uh, yeah, like I mean, just so and or a fucking orchestra, right? You wasted like everyone's time, like people's time, right? As long as you got paid, who gives a fuck? Yeah, that's true. That's true. Um, and then my last fun fact is LL Cool J was a big fan of the franchise, and that's why he did it. <laughs> I mean, I love me some LL Cool J. Oh, me too. So with that, Jess is going to take it away with some of the Ya Googled summary. Two decades after surviving a massacre on October 31st, 1978, former babysitter Lori Strode finds herself hunted by persistent knife wielder Michael Myers. Lori now lives in Northern California under an assumed name, where she works as the headmistress of a private school. But it's not far enough to escape Myers, who soon discovers her whereabouts. As Halloween descends upon Lori's peaceful community, a sense of dread weighs upon her. With good reason. <laughs> Okay, so do you have any memories of this film? Not a one. The only time I remembered anything from it is when I was rewatching it and I was like, oh yeah, the dumbwaiter. Oh, that's the dumbwaiter. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, I, I knew Jamie Lee Curtis was in it. Uh, mm-hmm. That was about it. I have very vague recollections as well. And I, the one thing I do know for sure and remember is I did see it in theaters. Mm-hmm. I remember I had originally wanted to see it with a classmate. I think I was in like fifth grade. <laughs> <laughs> They well, yeah, probably wouldn't let their kids see it because it was rated R. Exactly. That's exactly <laughs> what happened. Was it wasn't a thing in our family. We didn't yeah, shit about exactly, <laughs> exactly. Um, so I wanted to go see Halloween H2O. I was very excited because I liked horror movies when I was a kid. And the aunt that got me into horror movies was the one who took me. And yeah, my friend wasn't allowed to go because it was rated R. So instead, with my friend, we saw Ever After. <laughs> The Cinderella one? Yeah. Oh, man. That with was Drew good Barrymore. One. Yeah, and that was actually the second time, because I had already seen it with you. <laughs> with Aunt Vicky. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so we had already seen 
I'd already seen that one, and that's why I was disappointed, because I'm like, I want to see H2O. Yeah, like, I haven't seen that one. I remember being taken to go see it, and then, like you said, as I watched, just very, very few. Mm -hmm. Like, not even really recollections of seeing, just more, like, vague, like, weird photographs in your mind's eye. Exactly. You know, yeah. That was my earliest uh, experience with the film. And then I never saw it again. Yeah, yeah. same. So, I mean, I know I watched it back then, but I watched... I remember, like, the faculty more because I watched oh, that for one sure. way more often yeah. mm-hmm. H2O. Definitely. Um, but I gotta say one thing. When I was going to rent this movie yeah. from Apple TV, it shows the trailer oh. while you're, like, looking at uh-huh. it. And it said, critics call it sensational. And it's like scary all the way through. You're like, really? I was like, sensational. I don't know about that. <laughs> I'm not buying it. I it wasn't as bad as I was expecting, to be honest. It wasn't as bad. It just wasn't good. It just I mean, it was so reminiscent of like scream to but it, me. But boring. I will, we'll get in, I'll get into that rant in a second. <laughs> the only thing I will say, it was definitely better than I know what you did last summer. Oh, okay. I think if I hadn't seen that one first, I would have been more negative on this one. Mm. But since I saw that one, I was You're- like, nothing can be worse than that pile of shit. <laughs> <laughs> Who, by the way, Williamson also had the hand, I believe, well, in. that hand needs to be cut off. <laughs> um, I do enjoy the intro with Loomis's nurse. Um, Joseph mm-hmm. Gordon-Levitt is delightful. He's so adorable. He's so adorable. He, he again, it just shows, like, what a good actor he was. Because mm-hmm. he just so naturally, like, falls into this, this character. character. Yeah. Um, and he was a great teen actor. Like, mm-hmm. you know, he was doing a lot at that time. Yeah. Um, Ten Things I Hate About You. That was later. Yeah, later. Yeah. But still, like, you know, these teen yeah. movie things. He was just really good in everything. Um. Like I said, I couldn't, I totally forgot he used to look like that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was like, wait a minute, is he that much younger than me? <laughs> I got real confused about age throughout this movie because I thought Jamie Lee Curtis was like in her 70s. She's 63. So then I did the math. You know how old she was when she made this movie? How old? 39. Do you know how old that is? That is a year older than me. <laughs> One <laughs> fucking year. I'm like, is it time for me to start wearing cardigans around my shoulders? Have I reached that age? No. She's only a year older than me. She was also a headmistress. Like, I feel like but that. But does she look? Do I look like that? <laughs> Jamie Lee Curtis has always looked older. True. But I was terrified. When she was a teenager and with her long hair, I felt like she looked like she was a 30-year-old. Well, like, true. to she be perfectly have... honest. She just has a mature face. And not like, oh, she looks wrinkly and old. Like, that's not what I'm implying. I do think Jamie Lee Curtis is a beautiful person. I just feel like she has a mature face. Yeah, like, she's always looked a like an older. old soul, I guess. Yeah. Kind of like she just always she's but, <laughs> always looked like an adult. I feel like But doing that math and right. then realizing she's supposed to be thirty seven, which is a year younger than me, in this movie. <laughs> well, and then that also implies if she's supposed to be thirty nine. You said that's how old she was when she made this movie. No, in her the character thirty seven because she was seventeen when that sub. So, when so that would happened. imply that she had John Josh Hartnett three years when she later. was like twenty. Yeah. Okay. I mean, that's just real fucking young. Yeah. Well. <laughs> <laughs> 
But, and then they mention that the dad is supposed to be, like, a meth head or whatever. Oh. Um, I didn't get that he was an addict. Yeah, because she says, like, oh, he's probably, like, on methadone and something else. Oh, or like, that's right. That's yeah, right. Yeah, like, and uh, so, I mean, that would make sense, I guess, if you're, like, 20, you get knocked up, and she's been raising this kid, and then with her trauma... I mean, she's doing pretty well for herself being a headmistress of right? a private school. Right? I'm like, so she had private school. So she had Josh Hartnett at 20, and then somehow was able to get a college degree. Not only that, I think you have to be like have a doctorate. That's what I thought. So was she been like just doing school stuff this whole time? I feel like we needed to know. And then a not more. being able to sleep because of your night terrors, and, and like, a functioning alcoholic, yeah, and taking pills. <laughs> Props to you, man. You're a superwoman. She got a lot going on. <laughs> Um, but yeah. Meanwhile, I can only work 32 hours a week. (laughs) (laughs) So yeah. So, okay. So I'm going to stay straight away. Um, normally we talk about this at the end, but my favorite part was the, the intro with Loomis's nurse, Mm, the, the incompetent police. Um, (laughs) once again, (laughs) yes. Um, Joseph Gordon-Levitt and his friend, the teenage, you know, mm. like, thing. Like, this is what I felt like the whole movie should have been. Like, Especially that vibe and... She and, finds him and he's got the ice skate in his face. Yeah, like, cool stuff. Um, and then we even at least get to see, like, him kill the nurse. Um, because if we, it, when we continue and you go through the movie with the deaths... You don't really get a lot of, like, actual death scenes. You just see him, like, After stabbing the people, but not the people. You just see him holding Yeah, it's all, like, implied. But to me, because a lot of times I do, like, the implied scare. Mm-hmm. I appreciate that in a lot of different horror movies. I don't think it was used well in this one. Well, because it's not... It's it's a slasher. A Halloween movies <laughs> are supposed to be slasher films. Right. I got to see the slashing. <laughs> <laughs> I need to see some blood. Especially yes. for... So was this rated R just because she said fuck? That's the only I was questioning. And I the only same heard thing. one fuck that I remember. Um, and they said shit a couple of times, but there was no nudity, no and there gore, was no nudity, barely any gore. Like, I don't remember any gore really. I mean, that very leg few, scene. Was yeah, good. the leg scene was good. So that's what I was gonna say. I give the intro, and then the leg scene was brutal. Um, oh, and so the school is called Hillcrest, right? Yeah. Oh, okay, because I wrote down Killcrest because I thought it would have been cooler. And so I, I want to keep wanting to say Jason. The whole time, even this movie is starting, I was like, well, where's the Jason? I was like, oh, yeah, it's not this, <laughs> this movie. This is Friday the 13th. I was like, wait, did you watch this one last year? So the setup, and this is the problem, too. It feels like the movie is set up for an hour. Yeah. <laughs> like over an hour. It, hour and five minutes. I think I clocked it. As we go through our notes a little more, I'll let you know when I have the clocks. Because I was like getting so bored watching this movie. Because all it is is an entire setup. You get those beginning death scenes. Like I said, intro was a solid start. Even when it started, I thought to myself, oh, this isn't like as bad as I thought it was going to be. And LL Cool J as the comedic relief, like, sprinkled throughout the film mm-hmm. was an enjoyment as well for me. And I love his acting. I love LL Cool J acting. Yeah, he's so cute. I will watch anything he's in. <laughs> Last Holiday is one of my favorite movies. Oh, my gosh, Like, no. for, you know, cheesy love story and Queen Latifah. Oh, anyway, we're not, doing, we're not talking about Last Holiday and LL Cool J. Um, <laughs> I'm all day. Uh, so they're doing the setup, and this is where I feel like, yes, you can see the heavily... 
heavily used scream influences. Mm-hmm. Um, we have the Academy and uh, the teenage kids, and they can't stop talking about fucking and drinking. And uh, <laughs> animal sex was animal one of the, yeah. sex. And they've established that um, she's the headmistress. She has changed her name. She's facing her trauma. That's her son. There's going to be a school trip to Yosemite. And they're like, how many fucking times can you say Yosemite? Yosemite. 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 (laughs) Yosemite. I just don't understand why she wouldn't want him to go camping. I guess just because it was Halloween? I think so. I, I guess mean, she could have been Halloween. a chaperone and just went too. That's what I didn't understand. I feel like wouldn't there be safety in numbers? Because then you're in the whole school by yourself with like, your boyfriend, the counselor guy. Right? Yeah. So I was like, he's super suspicious. Is he... Does he switch sides in this? Like, I really thought that he was going to be like, ah, oh, I'm actually working with him. Right. He was <laughs> weird. He was just weird and who in general. Is he? He's so familiar. I don't know. Oh, I guess he was probably, when I read the starring, I assumed that he was, because I didn't do the whole names with the Adam photos. Arkin? I assume he's Adam Arkin, but that name wasn't familiar no, to me. No, he looks so familiar. I was not expecting them to be an item when he's like, I need to speak to you for a moment. And they start making out in I office. Know, right? And I was like, oh. Inappropriate. We're at a place of employment. Mm-hmm. And, and then when they went out to eat and she was like, another glass of wine today. <laughs> She's like, <laughs> like, oh no, not two glasses of wine. I know. She's seen me in my early 20s. On lunch, like, and it seems like it was like, again, before these kids are going on a trip. So it seems like her day is pretty much over. Exactly. But I think that's still just the implication, though, that this is more of like, I think, a everyday kind right. of thing. She's yeah. She's an alcoholic. And the son and his, like, um. She's a function. <laughs> functioning. 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 <laughs> functioning alcoholic and then him like them arguing like but in I the did morning. love when you know because LL Cool J let Josh and his yes yeah he's out. like cool with him yeah of course he's cool mm-hmm. <laughs> it's implying Dutch. the name <laughs> cool's his middle name oh, so cheesy. dad joke it was, it was good that was a good one couldn't have set that up better <laughs> but when she sees him like walking around town she's like what the you're doing i was like oh jamie i did like that i do like i said jamie lee curtis to me is a good actress oh, I love jamie like lee when curtis. she yeah. like has it and i could understand even her sentiment because as i was watching i'm like god she's better than this because like i said this movie was so boring to me and just how it was kind of like paced out and everything mm-hmm. um so when you get those little those awesome little tidbits yeah. from her in this movie i did enjoy it because i also enjoyed when they open uh, from the opening scene and you're opening on her, it's her screaming from that yeah. nightmare. You know, <laughs> like, yeah. Funny. And I thought that she did that good. So this movie, I felt like, did set us up to be like, oh, I think I'm gonna actually maybe enjoy this one. And it just petered off, like, really quick. Because it stays in the school. Uh, they really heavily rely on that gate. There's I a know. lot going on around and I'm that like, gate. I don't understand why that gate keeps them so safe. You can climb over that. It's not that high. I know. And then I'm it's like. It's not barbed wire at the top. For Jamie Lee Curtis, I would feel like maybe it was more of like a metaphorical sense of like that's her gate and her shielding herself from the outside okay, world. If like if you want to like, <laughs> we want to get a little English major on it. So, okay. So now the, the gate's been shut. Like the kids are gone. Oh, and that's what it is. They had that huge argument with her son. Like I said, they're really pushing the. And she's like, I'm losing him. He's. 
17 years old. Of course you are. What do you mean? Uh, yeah, he's going to be... every mother lose her son at 17? Exactly. Um, so they were really pushing this. Yeah, she has her issues, which I could appreciate. Again, something... Uh, someone oh, yeah. goes through something like traumatic. that. Yeah, for sure. And then being overprotective with her son. Like I, like I said, yeah, they did like have the key components that you would need to make the story good and interesting, especially with Laurie Strode's, you know... Saga. <laughs> final saga. Her final saga. And, um, it was supposed to be. The big argument with the son, Josh Hartnett. Again, I've always enjoyed him, so I appreciated his uh, his dramatic <laughs> like argument roles with his mom. And, I'm not responsible for you, mom! <laughs> yell at her. But I did think they yelled at each other well. Like how a mo- yeah, yeah, like how a mom and son would. That, because like, I know all about that. <laughs> yeah. So I did like that aspect. I did think they had a, a fairly decent chemistry. Oh, yeah, be, yeah. Yeah, I, mom I really, and son. I enjoyed them together. Yeah. Michelle Williams, I thought, was terrible in this. I mean, all of the other teenage actors, I didn't. I wasn't really that impressed. <laughs> okay, so this is where I'm going to point out where we're getting to this of where... They've had their arguments. They've established she has some problems. Their relationship, the relationship with the male teacher, um, and they finally or counselor, whatever. Um, We know that she tries to make up with Josh Hartnett and gives him finally signs a permission slip at the last minute. But he's already made plans with his other friends who are going to stay behind for them to have a fun, you know, like. But I don't understand why he wouldn't just tell her that because then she'd probably been like, "Oh, okay, cool." Uh, right? Because they want to go sneak and drink and stuff, though. She wouldn't be bothering them anyway, right? I think. If they're like, she would oh, be we're hanging out with them in the, in the common hang- room. Or, and they're yeah. just like two guys, two girls. So she's probably like, oh, okay, it's a group of friends. Cool. Right? Stay you would think so because it's her students. She knows the students And she already well. had a date with her counselor. And so he goes and checks on the girls, like, yeah. in their dorm. Which, by the way, was also an awkward scene. Interaction? I'm getting my nipples pierced. And then also, the, oh, we're not going to go date rape any boys. Like, just right. so, like... <laughs> Nonchalant about throwing that uh, out there. Totally inappropriate guidance counselor student conversation. Yeah, that was weird. So when we hit this... You're, we're an hour into the movie. It, this has all taken an hour. Like I said, they have an hour-long setup for this film. Because the movie's only an hour and a half. Exactly. So, and in between, during this entire time, all we've really got is that we know Michael Myers killed from the original scene... And there's a rest stop scene. Where he stole the lady's keys. Where he steals the lady's keys. Yeah. He stole it. He stole it. His precious. <laughs> and so he uh, steals the lady's car out of a rest stop, which this rest stop's like in the middle of like farm country, evidently. And she's driving uh, what looks like the Jeepers <laughs> Creepers <laughs> truck. She's driving a, It wasn't even a truck. It's like a... 1948. Like, they're... Yeah, yeah. Like, why are... And and then you go into a bathroom when there's no light? I don't think so. I'd be like, we're going to go pee behind this bush, kid. Right out in the open. There's three of daylight. Exactly. (laughs) You're three. Nobody gives a shit if you pee in the woods. Exactly. It's understandable. So that's pretty much, though, we get that little bit. And then we don't get any until they're starting to close up. The school's leaving and the bus is like that. Like, again, an hour into it. And he shows up with his Jeepers Creepers van. <laughs> and then this is where um, LL Cool J uh, interacts. And we're, it's supposed to be scary. I get, Or, you know, like that buildup or whatever. But they don't... I feel like it was just... It didn't do shit for me. No, I mean, it wasn't scary at all. It wasn't scary. I did, there wasn't even like that anticipation, though. You're just kind of like, okay. 
I mean, like I said, I did like the uh, dumb waiter scene. Still, that was still kind of cool. Except for like the the boy, like the brunette's. I don't remember any of their names. Yeah, I don't either. <laughs> the brunette's boyfriend, um, and he just looked up at. I, yeah, again, where they don't show anything. They don't show anything, and I was like, well, yeah, no scream, no nothing, no. no nothing. Yeah, and then you just get to see him dead in the dumb waiter with, I guess, his throat slit. Yeah, but that's the whole thing. Like they don't. Yeah, it just wasn't enough. Like not I'm like, for a slasher film. Yeah, not and not for Michael Myers. I right, feel like yeah. you know, like it should be fucking scary. You know, like like you should have the anticipation of him, them running, and him just his calmly walking, and like it it just wasn't paced well. And then my one uh, beef with the dumb waiter scene, because like again, here we are, we're skipping over like a lot because it's all boring stuff. Like it's all set up constantly. Oh, I know. I will skip back to one part because this bothered me. Um, first off, watching her drink that vodka made me want to throw up in my mouth. <laughs> like, you can just smell it. I can just smell it because, especially when I used to drink vodka, it was never good. It was mm. always cheap shit. And it smells like rubbing alcohol. Right. And it tears your stomach up like that as well. Exactly. So that made me want to gag. And then when she's trying to tell her, the counselor guy, about things that happened to her, because mm-hmm. he said he wanted to listen to her. Yeah. He was like, that's terrible. Take your clothes off. I know. I like, fuck you, asshole. Well, also, though, even from her perspective, because she's, like, started making out with him, True. too. Like, so he's thinking it's sexy time, and then she's like, let me tell you about my trauma. Like, it I just mean, seems so... I mean, she probably so had to, like, warm up to it, Maybe. I, I don't know. It just all fell out of it place. It all felt awkward. Like, yeah, awkward and out of place. And I don't feel like they had very good chemistry. No. Not... Mm-mm. Yeah, I don't, so... I don't know why he was needed anyway. Like, why did she have to have a boyfriend? Uh, yeah, I mean, you're right. He was like useless. And then again... He, all he did, all he managed to do was shoot Ronnie. <laughs> <laughs> and also, it feels like, yeah, he was just like a prop for her to retell the whole thing. Yeah, maybe that's what it was. And I then guess. I'm like, this is H2O, 20 years later. Like, anyone who sees this movie should fucking know what happened in the first and second, at least. At least the first, you know. Like... For her to have to, like, literally just tell us the story. Like, okay, we've already had set up for an hour of, like, what your life's become and your trauma and this stuff with your kid. And now we're getting another, mm, like, 20 minutes, like, 15 minutes of more fucking setup of you telling about your past to this guy um, while we get the one, the two little death scenes, like, as a little, like, mm, appetizer for the, <laughs> for the main event, which only happens in literally, like, the last 15 minutes. But nobody else dies. Yeah. No, no, no one, like, well, that's the thing, the kids, the, the dumbwaiter scene. Yeah. We get, where that's supposed to be kind of happening around the time that she's with her, uh, boyfriend, correct? When she's with the counselor. I guess. I think it's supposed to be kind of interlapping. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, like, when that's kind of going on with the teenagers, and then we know Josh Hartnett and his girl are downstairs, and that's when they can kind of hear a commotion. Um, she's opening up about, oh, he was my brother, and I, I'm Laurie Strode, and he's like, I don't believe you. Like, yeah, right. it was all just really cheesy. The kids go up and find their dead friends. Yeah. And then yeah. that's when we finally kind of get the catalyst of of And that started out off. cool because like the blood trail. Yeah, really, yeah. I thought that was mm-hmm. cool. Yeah, it was cool. And they find her hanging yeah, with in like, the pantry. With like a light inside picture? her. Yeah. That one Yeah, time to do all that, buddy? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that was seemed a little stupid. And that's the only one you set up? Like that's the only body you set up 
to for show. You know. What well, I mean? he did the dumb waiter to her to freak her out. Like put the guy in the dumb waiter so she opened yeah, it. Yeah, but it wasn't an him. extravagant. Like, no, not like that. Put a light bulb in his mouth. Right. Whatever. Yeah. Like Uncle Fester style. Yeah. <laughs> I was expecting to see an apple in the mouth and on a spit. <laughs> and so this is when um, they do uh, just like a chase scene, right? Like aren't the kids just running away from Well, they find that they meet up at one point when they're trying to get in that gate. Remember, he's chasing them and they got the keys of the gate. They open that little gate. Mm-hmm. For some reason, there's a gate in front of that one room. <laughs> oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Like the is. wrought iron, yeah. like, yeah, like. Yeah, gate thing, I guess. Yeah, that's what it is. So they're running from him, and they're going to where they know his mom's going to be, uh, in that area, that yeah. general area of the school, I guess. And then that's when they hear them, I think, eventually. And he stabs Josh, I think, doesn't he? He does, in yeah. the leg. And yeah. so that's when they're trying to get in. And then this is what's hilarious, because she drops her keys, and she's trying to waste time to grab the keys. When Couldn't you just open the gate? That has, but there's a lock behind you. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, it was is locked. It, was he was trying to use Oh, the key. he was. Oh, okay. So it must lock automatically. No, no. I mean, from the inside. They were inside that gate. Oh, yeah. Why didn't they just open the gate and grab because their keys? But he wasn't that close yet. <laughs> if the door opens, he's going to race out so, and grab it. So that was my confusion, was why wouldn't you just... And now he has the keys. Um, yeah, so that was yeah, that part really to me. Oh, God, now he's got the keys. I mean, that would totally be my luck. Yeah, right. I would be the one doing that. And you'd be like, open the fucking door! <laughs> Probably. I can't reach I can't it. Reach it. Open the fucking gate. We're inside of it. <laughs> and I open the gate. Or then he would reach out and grab the keys. and. Uh, so, yeah. I would have been the first one to die if this was going <laughs> So they get inside, and then, um, oh, and then that's when Ronnie does show up before then, and is like, there was a car outside, and he informs Jamie Lee Curtis kind of what's going on, so they're all, like, on the same page now of, okay, someone's fucking here. Mm -hmm. Michael Myers does eventually make his appearance with Lori, but that's when he shoots Ronnie, correct? That's when he comes out, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Because he comes out and stabs him. Yeah, and then that's when, like, she's like, oh, fuck, he really is, like... Here, here, here. Yeah. yeah. So we get the big uh, scene now with um, Lori running from Michael. And so they go to the cafeteria and she's like under the... That was the worst scene in the whole fucking movie to me. Thank you. Okay, I agree. How are you hiding under a folding table? Oh my God, yes! <laughs> that was my exact Honestly, you walk in a room, you can see them immediately. <laughs> and then and how is his fat ass being up on those tables? And the fact of why didn't she just like lift the table <laughs> and knock his ass over? Spent 20 minutes crawling underneath goddamn tables. I'm so glad that we both acknowledged that one, they were fucking fold out Folding tables. tables that couldn't even hold me, let alone Michael fucking Myers. I was like, I would give it to you if they were legit cafeteria tables. Like you remember your old right. school cafeteria That's tables. That's dirty as fuck. And they were like solid metal like you couldn't like but you wouldn't be, but them. you wouldn't be able to really hide under there and be like ee, 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 ee. oh but it would be more like believable <laughs> to because hide the underneath things them. are like yeah. connected right. like these were like fold out tables folding with like tables. fucking chairs that swoop, no like, tablecloth yeah to hide under it was so fucking I was like, why are you hiding under a fucking table <laughs> <laughs> and then I really thought it was funny when she told her son and his girlfriend to go hide in those rooms barricade the doors and then she's like, open up, it's me! They were hidden! 
again. I think that was she thought she. See, that's where it doesn't make sense either. So it's like I know you wanted them to find safety and like, oh, maybe you could take care of it. But basically, you just run from him. You don't really do much to him. I think she like got a couple of shots in. She and, hit him over the head with a fire hydrant, mm-hmm. and then she thought that was sufficient enough. Oh, and then it was like, it's for them to like to be get able out. to get to the car yeah. and get out, I guess. But again, it was just like very like poorly constructed chase scene. I guess you call it choreography. I don't know. Whoever fucking was responsible for that <laughs> bullshit, it wasn't good. Sorry about it. And then it was boring again yeah. for this to be like the chase scene. I was no kind of suspense, and nothing was really scary. Um, again, the most shocking thing was when he shot Ronnie. Yeah. Like, so that was the only thing in this movie besides the, the leg scene. I will give it when the dumbbell, yeah, on her, oh, I do want to mention too with that though, I forgot to mention it, was when that happens and she's still like just running, she like doesn't like barely scream. Oh no, no big deal. My leg's crushed in two, barely hanging on by a thread, but. No reaction hardly. No reaction "Ah, ah," Like it was so. I don't even think she did that. She was like whimpering maybe. Yeah, it was just so underwhelming. Uh, so, yeah, so when Ronnie gets shot, too, that was the second time where I'm like, oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God, I shot Ronnie. Exactly. I'm like, not LL. And uh, so that's why. And then and later he's, you know, he comes back and he's like, oh, the bullet just grazed me, baby. Where? Where did it graze you that it knocked you out and that there was that much blood? Oh, I think because... that was, he hit his head. Oh, I think, falling yeah, down. Yeah, falling down. I think <laughs> okay. that's what that was supposed to that imply. That the guy was just randomly shooting. Because I was like, he's a terrible shot. Exactly. He should have Jamie keep the gun. <laughs> I know. She probably's got a lot more practice with it than you do, dude. Oh, and that was just to backtrack again, too, when she, like, whips out her gun and the guy's like, <laughs> I thought that was pretty funny. Yeah, that was funny and too. I do, like. And she's already answering the door with a gun, like. Calm down, girl. You at school. <laughs> Are you allowed to have a gun in your purse? That would not fly in today's times, having a <laughs> gun on school grounds. Like, yeah. You're probably not supposed to have fucking vodka either. Oh, like, true. where did they get... Oh, they got that from town. Yeah, I was like, yeah. did they get that from the cafeteria? No, they got that from town. Um, so, yeah. So, now we're getting to the big scenes of um, them trying to escape in the car and Michelle Williams is obviously freaked out. Her son's been stabbed in the leg. So Josh Hartnett's pretty much out for the count after that one gate scene yeah. even. Um, so she tells the kids to get out of there. And um, she's going to stay behind. Which, yeah, even they're like, why? I mean, I get that because she probably thinks they won't. he won't chase the kids. He's there for her anyway. True, yeah. So I could understand <clears throat> that. So I do get that. Um, and then she destroys the gate key. Yeah, gets an axe. Again, so obsessed with the gate. And um, <laughs> that's when she goes to have her Because like, he's Michael Myers, obviously he can't get out of a place without mm-hmm. the gate opening for him. I'm going to say this is the big scene that I honestly don't remember because that's how uneventful it was, I feel like, She got him that. with an axe. He did something. She stabbed him <laughs> and then Ronnie came in and was like, he's dead. He's dead. You know what? And I was like, you always double tap, motherfucker? I know. Why did, yeah, it was very much like he just pops out. Okay, okay, that's yeah, what it Ronnie's was. like, no, <laughs> he's dead. And she's like, Because she takes the knife out of him and goes, oh, that's right, because they, he, she they end up the in the kitchen. Yeah, 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 and they had ended up in the kitchen where she had not, where she was using the knife. She's throwing like, knives oh, at him. Yeah. <laughs> the scene after, okay, the cops have been called, everybody's been bandaged up. The kids are back there. Oh, mom, I'm so glad you're okay. (laughs) (laughs) Loses her shit. Loses her shit. Steals a gun from a cop. Steals the coroner's van. And I was like, in all this 
work that she spends to make sure he's dead, could you not have just taken that gun and shot him in right between the eyes? That's exactly. You know why? You take I, him on a joyride. Exactly. Take him out for a moonlight stroll. And then the... Okay, so he, he gets smashed between the tree and the... Van. And that, and yeah, because again... They, I felt like they did this because they wanted like a chase scene, like a car chase scene, but obviously she's not really being chased by anybody. She's, she's just recklessly driving, driving this van. Yeah. <laughs> and then letting him move around because she's like, come on, motherfucker. So it's like she wants him to wake up, I guess, and him see that she's the one who killed him or is going to kill him. I guess. But again, I feel like it'd be easier because she takes off so quickly and it, it doesn't seem like the cops are even following her. No, not at all. Nobody is. They're like, all right, well, she stole a dead body or whatever. <laughs> So like I said, just pull over and shoot him in the face. Exactly. And instead, she still loses control of the van. And then, the, yeah, that well, crazy she on purpose because he woke up and... Turn around and shoot him I in the know. face. He woke up, so I have to put this elaborate scheme to slam into a tree so he flies out of the window. Yeah. <laughs> oh, so I can hit the brakes and have him slide yeah. out. And, and then, then the van's going to go tumbling with me in it. And, I mean, that would break your spinal cord. You can't go over a cliff with no seatbelt and stand up and... Mm-hmm. And she'd be, like, grossly injured as well. Right. Said she's like, oh. Not be able to wield a fucking axe and chop a guy's head off. Oh, Do you like, know how hard Like, I can believe... swing that? That Jamie Lee Curtis is, like, executioner level, like, medieval executioner. <laughs> with a fucking fire axe that you've already used to chop through things. So it's probably fucking dull. <laughs> <laughs> but then before that, they have the, the reaching scene. Yes. And then, and then she's like, no, I won't touch you. No. <laughs> Hold my strong hand. <laughs> they make like eye contact. Yeah. And I was like, I thought he was supposed to have dead black eyes. He I know. He very nice eyes. I know. He seems like he had very nice eyes in this one. Um, yeah. So like you said, and then she chops his head off and it ends with a Creed song. Oh, but <laughs> does it? What song was it? I can't remember, but it's some fucking Creed song that was super popular at that time. With arms wide open. No, it wasn't that. (laughs) But I will say, when him getting crushed, that was the fakest looking dummy I've ever seen. Because it was like, "Eh, eh." it was a bad scene. And then the head chop off scene was hilarious. That fake ass head go flying. It was bad. And then I was like, okay, so she chops his head off. How the fuck does he come back? Because they got a whole new set. And then I... So Red you up looked on, up how yeah. they, so what was it in Resurrection that they did? Oh, it's just not, they don't mention these at all. It's just oh, a whole new. It was totally, oh, And then okay. they came out with a new. So another, why did she go back? Because apparently she is in the next movie, Resurrection, She's in well. all three of the new ones. There's, it's Halloween, Halloween Kills, Halloween No, ends. no, no. I'm talking about, there was a movie, a movie directly oh. after H2O called Resurrection that had like Busta Rhymes in it. I think they just kind of skipped over this <clears throat> one. Because is I that think with that one, she's got... I don't remember. I read all the... It's hard so to make... It yeah. It's hard to make heads or tails of this, like... Of from the what Michael Myers, it's... None of them are connected, really. Except for... The new three ones. The new three yeah. ones are not connected to H2O. H2O is not connected to Resurrection. H2O and the first Halloween are connected, but not... But loosely. not the two, three, or not three, four, and five. No. Okay. It's like, yeah. <laughs> it's the whole thing, guys. It's so, the whole thing. So good luck with that. Um, yeah, so good luck. <laughs> so that was Halloween H2O. 20 years later. 20 years later. And now it's been 24 years since that. Jesus, it's Can been 44 you, it's years. Been 44 years. 
yeah, I have to say I was really disappointed with this one. I at least thought it was going to be... Because I feel like maybe we should have did Resurrection. Because I feel like that one was maybe funnier. This one just had no no humor. Like, even... It wasn't cheesy enough, really, for me to poke fun. It, to Again, this, I'm going to say, is just boring. It took to itself me, too seriously, One of the too. most boring ones I would have... I mean, like I said, it was <clears throat> not as bad as I know what you did last summer. <laughs> <laughs> at least that one was bad enough that it made me laugh. True. That's yeah. where I think. Like, again, I felt like this one was just very blah. It wasn't even, yeah, like you said, it mm-hmm. wasn't bad enough to be like, oh, it's so bad it's good. Yeah. You know? Like, it took an hour and five just minutes. very mediocre. I wasn't, I like Jamie Lee Curtis. I like Laurie Strode's character. I like kind of the new stuff with how they've, like, really connected it and everything. But with this one, I didn't care enough about... Any of it. Uh, her addiction and, and her trauma for it to be an hour and five minutes of it. You know what I mean? Like, I, you need a little more. We needed more Which, Michael Myers in the Michael Myers movie. In the Michael Myers movie. That's you what, know? Most of these movies, it's like never enough of the actual title character. Yeah. <laughs> I agree. So, like, I came here to see monsters. <laughs> I came for big sloppy I monsters. I came for big sloppy monsters. And there was not enough of that in here. And it was not provided. Because <laughs> he's a big old man. But I would like to see, I'm I'm sure there's already, I, maybe the Rob Zombie movies. I totally forgot that he did some oh, too. Oh, yeah. He did too. And oh, I think, shit. I don't I think, think I watched just, those. I haven't either because I kind of forgot about them. But they're like a reimagining. Mm-hmm. So it's not connected. No, it's they're not story all over or connected or anything. It's like a yeah. new retelling, but it's still got glory in it, I think. But I was like, oh my gosh. And I think one of them, they go back and explore, like, Michael's, when he was young. Oh. Which, that's what I would be interested in. Like, when he was six and he killed. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I want to see that movie. Mm I want to see a six-year-old kill his sister. (laughs) (laughs) Is that so much to ask? Well, and, and I would like it to be explained why. Like, why did he hate both of his sisters so much? Right. Why and does he hate all of his relatives? Also, why is he named Michael Myers and she's named Laurie, Laurie Strode? Strode? Maybe they got different dads. Is that explain why he's supposed to be evil? Or like maybe... The, I don't think they explain anything so, ever. So maybe the two sisters were from one dad and then Michael Myers was the youngest. So he was from... He's not the youngest. The Myers Lori's daddy. the youngest. She was two. He was six. Oh, I thought it was reverse. I mm. guess I thought she was just... Because the, the oldest sister 17. When she's... When, when she's she murdered. So I assumed Lori was No, I did the math on this too. Oh. So yeah, it really doesn't make sense to me then. That why he hates is he like she she doesn't even remember him because apparently in the second Halloween that because she doesn't even know she doesn't related, know that's her brother. The second yeah, movie. exactly. Yeah, yeah. Good lord. Yeah, no. <laughs> See, this is why I'm not that like yeah there's the so Halloween, little yeah. consistency and i can get if you just want it to be a fun thing then do it but don't like say these connect and these don't connect and this one connects like just don't connect any of them <laughs> like let them all be fucking but they standalone said that's why it's the longevity of this franchise i guess because so of that. i guess so i was like well if you're into that shit i'm not yeah yeah <laughs> i like connectivity <laughs> i like a I, really epic <laughs> i need the synergy <laughs> I want a trilogy that all connects and intertwines together That's like, and preferably has books that go along with it. That's your inner fantasy nerd yeah, right there. I know. <laughs> you like the I long want more. Epics. I want backstory. I want adjectives. It, I it want... must be all connected. Exactly. <laughs> I want great. to be able to go back in time and trace his ancestors. <laughs> I want his genealogy. I, I want his <laughs> So, yeah, that's... Uh, 
Halloween H2O. I think we've uh, really gone into our thoughts and feelings on the Halloween <laughs> franchise and Michael Myers as a whole. Um, yeah, because uh, this franchise is my husband's more preferred. Um, well, it's at least his preferred like slasher bad guy. Mm. Um, I mean, yeah, he could. He's got potential. Uh, yeah, I do think Michael Myers, the character himself, is cool. Yeah. Yeah, a cool kind of slasher guy. Um, I like him more than Jason. Yeah, because sure. I always kind of forget about I always think Jason and Michael are the same person. Ah, uh, you get him like, yeah. Confused, because they both have a white mask. So, yeah, that's uh, our Halloween special. Halloween special. The schedule for November will be Practical Magic mm -hmm. and Planes, Trains, and Automobiles for um, the Thanksgiving kind of special. And um, we might take a little break from horror movies uh, for the holiday season. Mm -hmm. um, we're still going to be planning uh, the new year. That's exciting. With that, as always, uh, you can find us on Instagram and the Twitter that I never update, uh, <laughs> as well as Facebook, um, at Filmgazers. And our Discord that I know nothing about. <laughs> <laughs> Who no one is a part of, other than me, apparently, that actually is participating. Because, again, I have updated that Leatherface lore. Got a juicy little narrative story oh, for everybody. I'll have to look it up. So with that, it's uh, time to hit the dusty trail. Until next time. Later, taters! <laughs>